You're tuned into the Self-Love Podcast by Love Madden with Madden Nishete Jones and Tennille Daniels. Consider this show a guide on your personal self-love journey, heart, soul, mind, and strength. Join us weekly for a dose of good healing girl talk at the intersection of spirituality and science. Make yourself comfortable and pull up a seat. There's always room at our table. Welcome in. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey, girl. Hey. What's up? How's it going? Going good. How about you? It's going good. I'm past my crazy season of everything going on. True. And I'm feeling a little bit more relaxed. I love that for you. I mean, there's still a lot going on, probably like a normal level of a lot. Yeah. But not like a lot, a lot. A a crazy level of a lot. Yeah. No, I love that for you. How about you? Uh, Things are going good on this side. I'm in a season of like slower and softer living. I love that for you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm smiling. I can't complain. Wonderful. All right. It's time to love it or leave it. You go first. Okay, so this week for me, I have a leave it and it's not a product or anything like that. Mm. It's people who don't communicate. Mm. Now, Maddie knows I have had some, uh, you know, when I have to put on my manager hat Mm -hmm. at work. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty much the same person, but I go into a little different zone. And recently, I don't know if it's a generational thing or what, but the I don't even want to call them kids. The young adult. Not a kid. It's a grown person with a job. Yeah. But they're acting like a kid, okay. so it's got me in kid mode. But okay. yes, the young adults don't know how to communicate. Period. Whether it is they don't communicate at all when they should be communicating or, yeah, it's just lackluster. So I've had several conversations with this one person about being more proactive in his communication. If you're going to take vacation you need to let your project teams know if you're going to quit your job (laughs) you need to let somebody know and he just y'all I had an employee who literally this is crazy guys (laughs) and I I haven't said anything that HR would like Mm -hmm. go after me on but yeah he literally just didn't show up for work one day or the next day or the next day I had to send the email like, can we do a potential welfare check on this man? I just wanted to make sure that he was okay. Y'all, they had the police go to his apartment. His or her. Let me not even psych. I already did. <laughs> you know, already put it out there. <laughs> their apartment. Their, right, their apartment. And yeah. They were fine. Chilling. Just they decided that they did not want to work this job anymore. Now, I would have been fine if... The person had just said, I can't do this anymore. Today's my last day. Bye. And even that's a bit. Even that's a bit much. Today's my last day is a bit like, hmm. I mean, are we not doing two weeks notice? Oh, they don't do that. Gen Z don't do two weeks notice. (sighs) I am like. My my staff told me that too. She was like, jobs don't give two weeks notice when they lay you off. And I was like, well. I mean, you just, just burning all the bridges. All the bridges. Like, don't even come to me. I mean, not that he would, maybe, but don't even ask me for a reference. Don't I have even look my way to say to you <laughs> at all. Okay, sir? It, this, it just was so inappropriate. So, that's what I'm leaving. Lackluster or very poor communication. And, y'all, I was really praying. <laughs> yes. You know, Deacon Maddie. I was minister, praying. I was like, Tanil, is there any update on the young man? Has he been? 
Girl, she called me the other day like, what's up with, with um old boy? And I didn't know who she was talking about. She was like, who is old boy? <laughs> who is old boy? She was like, yeah, I was circling back on my prayer list. I was- and I was like, that is a good, that is a good Christian woman. She is circling back on her prayer list. Because I like to, <laughs> I like to mark off the ones. She likes to see what God has done. I do. I honestly do. I can have a little praise break. And even though... The outcome was crazy to me that he just quit his job. So crazy. I did have a praise because yes, my was prayer fine. was that he was yes. okay. That's true. I mean, he's healthy. He's healthy. Is he okay? We don't know because that's a little bit cray. That's but. a little cray. So that's what I'm leaving. What about you this week? Um, I have a leave it as well. I don't okay. think we've ever both had a leave it in the same week. Probably not, but hey. Hey, first here's time. to new things. Exactly. My leave it is that watermelon mint. My whole leave it is about to be Chick-fil-A because this is not, unc- I done came on here <laughs> the second week in a row talking about something I don't like at Chick-fil-A. That watermelon mint drink, it's nasty. So there is a, I don't know if she listens to this podcast, but. Keele. Keele was like I, pumping it When up. I drank the drink, I was like, Keele, out loud in my car. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Because I was, was going like, to go mm, try it. It's so good. I don't know if she listens either, but I'm going to send her a text. <laughs> it was not good at all. <laughs> and they gave you a little slurp. I could have got a bottle of water. Or something. Because, wow. I mean, she, I, I thought I saw her um, posting that people was buying it in gallon form. Honey, I don't know. It, you had it, Marcus? <laughs> and what you think? It's just meh. It's meh. Yeah. Is it? Oh. And I like watermelon and mint, but that drink was not giving. All right, well. I love a good mojito, yeah. but that wasn't it. And I, that's what I thought. Mm-mm. I was like, maybe I could use it as like a mixer or something. Because I'm not really a huge watermelon fan, but I thought it was giving like cocktail mixer. Not, no, not for me. I mean, I only had it once. I'm not going to try it again, though. Do you think it's like Chick-fil-A based? Or do does it already, you know, like you go to Starbucks, that drink you had, the shaking, whatever, whatever, was good at your Starbucks. When I went, I was like, this thing is horrible. But that's a drink that they're making. Yeah, so that's so what I'm saying. Does it, it already come? Well, no. Does the watermelon sunjoy come already? I don't know. All right, I like don't pre, know. yeah, yeah pre made because it could be user Somebody error. Somebody could have just put in too much mint, but right. it wasn't even anything about it that I was like, that stood "Oh, out. this would be good if it was like less lemonade or more." It okay. just, I was just like, "This ain't this, this ain't doing what it's blah. supposed to do." <sighs> so that's my leave it. Well, let me tell y'all, because I literally did this, and I was like, Maddie, if you listened a couple of episodes ago, you'll know that Maddie talked about the ice dream <laughs> at Chick-fil-A. And I have really, I'm really upset that the at the fact that it's not real ice cream. So I looked up the ingredients. Actually, the group chat that I was telling you about looked up the ingredients and put it in the chat. Uh-huh. And the first ingredient is whole milk. So I think it is... <sighs> I so what is star- it? There's what a number it? of just stabilizers and gums. Yeah, and, and that's, it's, it's probably it's the gums. Much. That's it's too much. Doing, yeah, that's yeah. making it cementy. So yeah. go get you some real. You know where you should go. You know the Amish ice cream is really good in oh. Union Market. They have that creamery. Oh, the creamery. Do they do mm. um, milkshakes? I don't know because I've been looking for. If okay, fam, if y'all know a good place <laughs> to get good milkshakes. Tell Maddie. Y'all be texting and sending this stuff oh, to Maddie. Why don't so you tell go her. To the place, um, what's the place at the Bowie Town Center? Brewster's? They got a Brewster's at Bowie Town Center? Yeah. I actually have one by my house in Waldorf. They make a milkshake. I don't live in Waldorf, just so that y'all know, because I don't want y'all <laughs> looking for me. <laughs> 
Don't be trying to find me. Um, anyway. They're going to be hanging out at the Brewsters looking for looking you. Looking for me. Hey, I might, I might not be mad you might, at yeah, it, depending you might on who it found. is. True. <laughs> All right. We're, yeah, but no, Chick-fil-A, do better. Because I've been wanting that strawberry milkshake, and now yeah. I can't unsee ice Five Guys. Drink. Five Guys makes good milkshakes. Okay, yes. I have had a Five Guys milkshake When I was pregnant with before. Ellie. It, it was me and five guys, baby. French fries, French fries strawberry milkshakes, yeah. and them single cheeseburgers. Yeah. Okay. And that's why I look like I was pregnant with twins. Shut up, man. <laughs> okay. And then we're really going to start this episode. We follow this um, young woman influencer on Instagram, Nabella Noir. Is oh, that? yeah. Or mm-hmm. Noir, whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, she's pregnant with her second child. Miracle on both sides. Yes. I saw her yesterday. You might not have seen this picture, but she literally looks like she has a basketball. Just a round. Yes, she's so round. But is she swollen elsewhere or just, you mean just her belly's round? Like, is she bigger all all over? I was bigger all over. I mean, she, okay, so just for full transparency, she's already big. She doesn't look like over, she doesn't look overly bigger, but she she looks super round. So for her last pregnancy, I don't feel like she looked as round. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I don't, I guess, I think it's a girl. But anyway, that's That stuff isn't true. That high, low, whatever. Well, she is round as a, like a, yeah, basketball. Well, Hmm. yeah. All right. All right. Time to set the table. table. Okay, guys, so y'all know we've been going through a weekly word, A through Z, and we are at the letter X. I had a friend reach out to me to say, girl, I went on the blog to see what X could be because I couldn't possibly think of what. You went through the depths of the dictionary. Baby, I had to dig deep in the thesaurus, (laughs) and then I had to try to find a scripture that had the word. So it was a little bit of a stretch because I had to find a scripture that had the concept. Concept. And this is a concept Mm -hmm. that we see all throughout the Bible, right? Kindness to strangers. But the word is don't now. I don't, I don't know who my listener base is, (laughs) but I don't feel like none of y'all know how to say this word anyway. So who's going to check me? (laughs) But the word is Zenodaki. 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 If I don't say it right for the rest of the episode, I said it right (laughs) once. Zenodaki. Zenodaki. Okay. (laughs) That's the word. We're going to be interchangeably calling it kindness to strangers or hospitality Mm -hmm. because that's what the concept is. But here's what I had to say about it on the blog. The root word of xenodaki is the same as that of xenophobia. The Greek word xeno means stranger. In the case of xenophobia, it's a fear of those who are unlike us. It's the word we hear in news stories of conflict at borders, racialized violence, and discrimination against migrants and refugees. Xenodaki, a much less frequently used word, is quite the opposite. It describes the warm and generous reception of strangers and foreigners. Extending kindness to strangers is a biblical truth that is mutually beneficial. See Hebrews 13.2, Matthew 25.35, Leviticus 19.34, Romans 15.7, all up and through the Old and New Testament, we hear about extending generous reception to strangers and foreigners. Kindness towards others um, strengthens our sense of community and connectedness, two valuable tools on the journey toward healing and wholeness. It helps us build cooperation, trust, safety, and camaraderie. It helps us to see others more positively and to practice empathy. It helps us to open our minds and our hearts becoming more well-rounded and balanced in our thinking, more just in our judgments and more loving in our doing. It gives us a sense of accomplishment and alignment to know that we have done onto others as we would have others do onto us. As with any practice, even if it's something we're already doing, there's certainly always room to go deeper. 
Ask yourself how you treat strangers or even those who you know but may be different than you are. How do you receive those who look differently, believe differently, love differently, or sin differently than you do? Is there room to extend more warmth and greater generosity? If the answer is yes, and it likely is, make a commitment to push past your fears, prejudices, and preconceived notions to love others without conditions. Love, Madden. And with that, it's time to dig Dig in. in. Yummy. Question one. Yeah. What does Zenodaki, kindness of... Kindness, kindness to, strangers. to strangers or hospitality to mm-hmm. strangers mm-hmm. mean to you. This is pretty much your core of who you are. This is my core. I've never met a stranger. Um, mm. I There are certain things that I do struggle with about like things that I find like um, offensive. Okay. And I see people, you know, proudly wearing or blaring out these things that might Mm -hmm. be like when we were talking about the MAGA people. Mm -hmm. Right. And I have to kind of remind myself that I think there's still room to be kind to people who think and behave and show up Mm, differently differently. than I do, because it's easy to say like, okay, I can be kind to a stranger Mm -hmm. when it's kind of surface, but you don't know if they have differences or or not believe the same things as you. Yeah. So what I'm trying to learn is, to have less preconceived notions about somebody because honestly I'm telling myself that person's whole life story because I see them with the red cap on and I don't know what their whole life story is. I don't know anything about them. This is true. So trying to be less judgmental. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, And then on the other side of it is we live in a city now. Girl. It's a lot of hoodish people, (laughs) you know, young men. And I'm like, feel like everybody's a carjacker. And I I'm be like, trying not to judge the people because I don't want to overgeneralize. I don't either. But every time I'm in the city, dog, head on a swivel. Period. Doors locked. Yeah. And I, and I'm, I, I mean. And I you, don't want to live that way. I don't want to live in fear. I do right. want to be smart now. Yes, of course. Right. But at the same time, it's like, oh, my gosh, I'm turning into the people. The Karen, the Trayvon Martin, the, you know, the people who are I'm now every young black boy I'm feeling like is a criminal. I but know. it's also a lot of it's the it's girls, a lot of cri- too. It's now. the girls, too. But yes. it's also a lot of crime. Yeah. So for me, the practice has been finding the balance, right? Like mm. thinking smart, being safe, mm-hmm. understanding that there there are people that out there that can harm you. Yes. Right. So. I think it's not being stupid, but I think there are also opportunities, more opportunities to be kind to others. Very true. Yeah. What does it mean to you? Or how, how would you define it? <clears throat> I define it in a similar way. I, I do think it's um, very easy to go straight to judgment when you come upon a, a stranger. Mm-hmm. We are we think we know what that person who that person is just by looking at them from a outward like their outward Mm -hmm. appearance Mm -hmm. and sometimes I know for me that and it sounds bad but sometimes that can impact how I interact Mm -hmm. with the person Mm -hmm. and so I'm trying to do a better job of not trying not discriminating like code switching I don't know if it's code switching but like like you do this really well so Mm -hmm. like if you come across like you know, we'll we'll be out somewhere and you'll come across like a homeless person. Maddie will talk to any homeless person <laughs> on earth, probably. <laughs> Me? I will look at them 
And I'm just being honest. Like, be I'd be like, like, let's go. No, I'm not doing it. And I, I, I'm not a bad person. But You're not a bad person. <sighs> so that is it's stuff like that. Like, I, right, I don't right. want to have like these. And I don't know that person's story. Like, you've had conversations where someone has had like a really um, sad and traumatic story that got them to this place where they're on the street. Mm-hmm. And here I am not exercising mm-hmm. a level of kindness and grace to that person strictly based off of how they look. And so mm-hmm. that's some internal work that I need to do for my myself but that's what it means to me and I know that um being kind to other people has or people being kind to me I should say has done so much for me in my healing journey and Mm -hmm. so I want to be able to offer that to others I might not be able to do it to every single stranger that I come in contact with and maybe I get there someday (laughs) but I just want to take one little step towards you know, I love that kindness for you. to mankind. Yeah, I um, I was very convicted like twelve or thirteen years ago by mm-hmm. this sermon series that Pastor oh, Battle yeah. did. Mm-hmm. Y'all know I always talk about Pastor Battle Zion Church. It was called The Poor, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and he dressed up as a homeless person. He mm-hmm. one um, service, he was himself, and he mm-hmm. was outside the front doors, and everybody was just, "Hey, hey Pastor, Pastor, how you doing? Do you need anything? Can mm-hmm. I get you anything? Can I get your chair? Can I?" Then he went under full. Um, undercover boss style, yes. like makeup, hair, everything was looking raggedy and was sitting in the exact same spot outside of his church, shaking a can. The saints was stepping over him, around him. They Probably didn't rolling know. Rolling their eyes at him. Rolling their eyes like he was in the way. Mm-hmm. And he played it. He played it the next Sunday. And we oh. had no, <laughs> we had no Don't idea. Don't show up on that video. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it was a few, it was a few. <laughs> mothers who stopped with some change but they was given i mean they was given like the bare bottom 50 cent like what you supposed to do with that he said when i asked for something people was i mean rolling out the red carpet yeah we take out a loan to give you something but we can't give to the least of these and he did a six-part series on it and i it it like changed my life it changed my walk Mm -hmm, like it literally mm -hmm. i didn't know before then that i did not treat people like people and I would I would mean I wasn't on that video but I would have been guilty of doing the same thing Mm -hmm. so that was a a game changer for me yeah 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 all right what role has kindness to strangers played in your journey to healing and is there any like personal lesson or story that you want to share around that um I think it's made me just a more empathetic Mm -hmm. person um a better leader, mm. um, a better mom, mm-hmm. probably a better, you know, daughter, yes. wife, just, just increased level of sensitivity mm-hmm. and, um, hearing other people's stories. Yes. Not just <clears throat> like we talked when we did tea, we talked about testimony and hearing how people overcome and that's wonderful, but just being able to even hear from people who might not be over the other side of it and yeah, just kind of yeah. hearing, understanding what people have been through or are currently going through. Mm-hmm. It just makes you take less for granted. Um, it just helps you to be, you know, just gracious, more of a, cons- right, a concerned yeah. person, a yeah. gracious person. So like, even with the thought about when you're talking about your employee, mm-hmm. my first thought was like, well, what could be going on in this person's life? Mm-hmm. You know, it's shifted. I guess hearing different people's stories has kind of shifted the way that I think in my mindset yeah. to not rush to judgment as quickly. Now, I'm still judgy, but not as judgy as I was. <laughs> it might take you 10 seconds to be judgy versus one Two second. Seconds. <laughs> True. What about you? 
So I'm going to flip this a little bit and I'm going to talk about how um, the kindness of strangers Mm -hmm. has impacted my healing journey. Mm. So I shared in our group chat that I was led to go to this God is love tour by Franklin Graham. Mm -hmm. Okay. And as we're talking about people who have differences Mm -hmm. from us, um, you know, Franklin Graham is the son of Billy Graham. As you all can probably imagine, this is a very conservative Christian type of environment. White. White. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so they had signs like posted all along the highway and I kept seeing them and something God told me to go. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to be obedient. I didn't know what I was going to be walking into. And it wasn't until the very end where a stranger came up and spoke to me and was, you know, kind and talking that I realized why I God sent me to that tour. Mm. He deposited the the stranger deposited in something inside of me that is helping me now along as I continue my healing Mm. journey. So you just never know. And I could have been closed off and like shut the conversation down immediately. He was telling me he was from Ohio and I could have been like, oh, nice to meet you. Have a good night. Right. But I sat there and I engaged in the conversation. And by the end of the conversation, I was like, you know what? Mm. I've spent the past 45 minutes looking around saying why not why am I here because I enjoyed it Mm -hmm. but I also was taking in some very things that I didn't necessarily agree with of course they were talking about abortion and this and that and I'm gonna just leave that there (laughs) but yeah it was the stranger and that discussion with that stranger that was the reason I feel like God sent me to that that tour Yeah. yeah so you have to also be open to receive the kindness from strangers because you never know what that person may have to deposit in you. And every friend starts off as a stranger. This is true. There's no, there's no one that doesn't outside of your family that doesn't start off as a stranger. Hmm. You know, my husband was started off as a stranger. So the people we love the most, yeah, you, for example, <laughs> start off as a stranger and look at us now. And look at us now. <laughs> All right. I think the the hottest topic of this season has been, well, we've talked about it before, but our story to how we got here is. is Actually, one of my girlfriends who is um, a very avid listener of Mm -hmm. the show, she and I have become close friends over the last Mm. two or three years. And she started off as a stranger who sent me a DM that I normally would have been like, no, thanks. Mm -hmm. Um, but we did an uh, episode on mentorship mm-hmm. and she was like, could you mentor me? I talked about it on the podcast and I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> what does that even mean? But I said, well, maybe we could just talk and get to know each other mm-hmm. and, and learn look from at one another. Now. And now we, I mean, we talk all the time. We share podcasts. Mm-hmm. We talk about all sorts of things. And this is someone, when people talk about like no new friends, that whole mentality, like, Someone being closed off or right. being whatever, you can miss out on yeah, a great friend. And here I am. I'm just benefiting off of the proxy because I don't have as a clo- as close a relationship that you have with this person. Right. But I have benefited from, from the, yeah, relationship the relationship and the sisterhood and yeah. all of that. Yeah. And then sometimes, too, we feel like just because we've had a longstanding relationship with somebody that we have to carry them into every season. And, and I think... I read something somewhere. I'll see if I could find it in linking. It was like five signs of healing. And I saw that it, Alex, it, Alex, Alex L, L, right. Uh-huh. And one of them was um, that your relationships change. I know that 
Again, I have a, I'm keeping a, I'm actually not doing this, so let me not lie on this podcast, but in my mind, I'm keeping a running list of things that we need to go deeper on because that is very real. It and is. sometimes it can be the people who you have been like the, the closest to for like years upon years upon years and that relationship changes. I'm telling you. And yeah. my eye is jumping. So Uh-oh. Somebody. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> who, who have you known years upon years upon years? <laughs> Any, anyway. <laughs> All right. Next question is, do you have any advice or key takeaways for someone who struggles with hospitality mm-hmm. or showing kindness to strangers? Yeah, I think start. We say this all the time, but start with yourself. Like show kindness to yourself. Be hospitable to yourself. Treat yourself well. And then from that overflow, you can begin to have that in you. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes the people who want to show up, we see this in church and stuff all the time, and serve and help and mm-hmm. do all this stuff, are low-key nasty. And it's like... Nice nasty. Yeah, and it's like, you're not really happy with yourself, but you're trying to serve others. Maybe you should just step back, fill up your cup, get yourself together, and then more organically that will start to flow out of you. I don't think this is one of those that we jump to, like, oh, I'm going to start being so hospitable and swing open the doors to my home and have people over. Like, get your home right first and then allow that to happen. Yeah, no, that's that's really good because um – I wanted to say, I forgot that I wanted to say this in the leave it, but Mm -hmm. this is, I think, a good example of that. So if you all have been following social media, probably by the time you hear this, this would have been like a week or so old. Mm -hmm. But this whole, um, if you saw it, Ebony K. Williams Mm -hmm. um, having this discussion about uh, dating and, you know, dating below your expectation or meet or standard dating or whatever down. dating down that's what so it was rude. so rude she was just it was it's just like attack on like i feel like i don't even want to call people average like the working class anyway the average the middle the, the middle yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, most everybody. if we think about the bell curve right yes the majority of us are in the middle right and anyway she had problems around that if you um have time go take a listen you can find it on YouTube. She had a conversation with Ayala, which was the y'all know. I love that's me her some. fairy godmother. If I could, <laughs> Ayala, come fix my life. Not really, but kinda. Um, I y'all know I can't. I have to sort past all the beloved and the, I just. But it, it was good. No, it was, it was really good. good. It was so really I, good. I really encourage you all to take a listen. But that was I kind of I had a conversation with the, about this with someone else, and that was it. Like. Something on the inside of Ebony K. Williams, and I don't know her. I am kind of being judgy, mm-hmm. so forgive me in advance. But something that on the inside can't be right is not right, mm-hmm. which is sh- sh- having allowing her to show up externally like this. And when um, she came back and did a like a rebuttal on the Breakfast Club, and DJ Envy was trying to get her to understand that she was hurting people's feel. I mean, you know. <laughs> sh- Feelings by saying, offending people by saying all this stuff. And she literally could care. She tripled down. She could care less. Mm. And again, that's some unhealed Mm -hmm. trauma, brokenness Mm -hmm. that she's trying to project out. So I agree with you 100%. Yeah. It has to start internally for you to be able to um, exhibit kindness outwardly for sure. So if you can't do it. You get, yeah, you don't have focus to jump into on you. this one. Yeah, focus on you first and then start to extend that I would, kindness to I will others. also say the others 
we we're talking about strangers on this episode, mm-hmm. but also like be nice to the people in your family. Yes. Like be nice. We take that for granted. We take that for granted. Yeah. Be nice to the people in your home. Like yeah. people want to go out and lead and serve and do all this, but you you cussing your kids out. Mm. That's not. <laughs> That's not Christian. That right. ain't right. That ain't right. That so ain't it's right. like. Be kind to your partner. Yeah. Be kind to your people in your home. Be kind to your. Let's start there your because friends. they're the ones who you have like the close li- the um the level the close level of connection the with intimacy and the intimacy and you're impacting them more by not being kind. Of course, a one off encounter with a stranger may mm-hmm. or may not have a lasting impact, mm-hmm. but your like nastiness on a daily basis is very harmful. It's very harmful. And sometimes the main people who want to be on stages or on platforms or behind pulpits are not kind to mm-hmm. the people that that God they has entrusted with, yes. them with that they work with yes. that are in their homes that are on their staff. So yeah. It's like, let's put it some tears to this. Be kind to yourself. Mm-hmm. Be kind to the people you interact with. Yes. And then let's think about those strangers. And that's just it. We always talk about um, pouring out from the overflow. Yeah. And I think in that example, mm-hmm. kindness needs to come out of the overflow. Mm-hmm. So focus you can't on- fake it, but for so long. Yeah. Because it will, like, as my grandmother used to say, still says, because she's still around, mm. what's done in the dark. It's going to come to light, it's baby. It's going to come to light. <laughs> grandma's be knowing all right um any if you if there was one way that you could practice Mm -hmm. zenodaki that's the last time i'm gonna say (laughs) that word in this episode (laughs) in the very near future in your own life what would that be so you guys know that we downsized we sold our big beautiful home and we live in a small beautiful home still beautiful still beautiful and still very homely i try Mm -hmm. but i use that as as an excuse like to not host Mm -hmm. and i love to host but Mm -hmm. it's so small you know it's not enough space and i just think it is kind of an excuse Mm -hmm. and so one thing i want to do in the immediate future is just get back to what brings me joy which is Having people over around the table. Yesterday we had some friends over mm-hmm. and I made fajitas and margaritas and we stayed up talking and it just filled us up and we were able to yeah. talk about all sorts of things and, you know, check on them and then check on us right, and right, right. Um, just share that like love and kindness with one another. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's just not. It doesn't have to, and I always talk about this, but it doesn't have to look a certain way. It doesn't right. have to be a certain way. Just doing what you have, what you can with what you have. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we wait for the next season. The next season's not promised. So That's true. do we have plans to buy a home in this neighborhood we have our eyes on? Of course. But in the meantime, in the, meantime the only moment we have is now. now. So just doing what I can um, in the space that I'm in. I love that. Um, I think for me... <clears throat> I'm going to, I have two pieces of it. One, and I actually had a conversation with Maddie about this the other day. Mm-hmm. It's just making sure that when people that I love and know come into my home, that they feel welcome and loved on, whether that's through the conversation that we're having, the snacks that I mm-hmm. may or may not have in my snack drawer. <laughs> Cause I'm not a snack person, y'all. I don't, snack but every time people come over and they're out like do you have a snack and I'm like so now I have started to have snacks so because people want to come in and feel loved on and I want to be able to do to do that for them because that shows my love and kindness towards them so that's one thing that I'm working on and then the other side of it is that I do want to 
um, extend more kindness to strangers. So mm-hmm. I've had a friend who recently challenged me, I think it was on my birthday, to interact and bless a stranger. And it's something that we always hear about these random acts of kindness, mm-hmm. and I've done a couple, but mm-hmm. I want to do more of that. Just even, and you don't have to like feel like you have to spend money. Like mm-hmm. it's not always buying the person Starbucks behind right. you, mm-hmm. it really can just be in. A smile, a conversation. You don't, it doesn't have to be like this grandiose gesture. So I just want to do more random acts of kindness. That's good. And sometimes we talk about, we think about like the homeless people, whatever, but Mm -hmm. there are so many like silent, like workers that we, like the The grocery store clerk, the barista, the bus driver, the the metro operator that we're just passing by as part of the background. And those are people. Yeah. So, you know, just stopping to. I always chat with the crossing guard when I'm walking Ellie to school, oh, yeah. just see how she's doing. She wasn't there for a couple of days. You know, I went to my, <laughs> went to my prayer. Where, Lord, where's my girl? Where is the crossing guard? Bless her, Lord. Make sure that she's safe, Lord God. <laughs> Please take away any hurt or harm that might be causing her not to show up at work. Hope she's on vacation, <laughs> Lord, and not out sick. Um, so, yeah, that's another good one. Just interacting with yeah. the, just the people that we see that you are interact just with, yeah, yeah. going about their business. All right. Anything else on this topic before we move into closing? No, I'm good. You? No, I'm good, too. Let's go. Deacon? For the Lord. <laughs> Let's go to the Lord. <laughs> All right. So, as always, we have a passage, a prayer, and a practice. The passage says this. Do not forget to show hospitality to strangers, for some who have done this have entertained angels without realizing. Hebrews 13 and 2. Our prayer for the week is this. God, thank you for modeling true Zenodaki. You know how to say it, Lord, in your walk. (laughs) Thank you for your charge to love others rather than to judge others. Thank you, Lord, for the ability to show hospitality to others through my everyday actions, and to be blessed by it. Help me to exercise generosity and grace. Help me to practice genuine kindness to strangers. Help me to extend love and lead with positive intention, and allow me to do it for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Our practice is this, folks. This week, I will practice extending kindness to strangers through small daily gestures. I will also give generously from what I have to someone who is different than I am. Until next time. Thanks for listening to the Self Love Podcast with Madden Chate Jones and Tennille Daniels. Like what you've heard? Show us some love and follow or subscribe, then leave a five-star rating and review. For more resources, including show notes, and to keep the conversation going, head over to lovemadden.com and at lovemadden on social. That's L-O-V-E-M-A-A-D-E-N.